Good morning, everyone. My name is Janet Anderson. I'm a teacher in the English department. Today, I want to briefly introduce you to our chapel theme for the semester. Each year, we pick a word or a phrase that guides our conversations in here. And this year, we were led to the word wonder. Now, the word wonder is very interesting. So would you nerd out with me for a minute about parts of speech? <laughs> Come on in. Um, wonder can be a noun. As a noun, it would be used to describe surprise or astonishment, amazement, or awe. For instance, she stood at the base of the mountain. Her eyes went wide with the wonder of a child. But wonder can also be a plural noun to describe something that causes amazement. Paris, many say, is a city of wonders. Wonder can modify a noun. It can be used to describe something that has remarkable abilities. The doctor said his patient was saved because he used a wonder drug. To wonder, then, is just to marvel, to look at something and not believe your eyes. To Christians, wonder is a word that we use to describe God. We experience his loving kindness. We experience his patience and his forgiveness. It's a wonder to us. Everything about God begins and ends in wonder. You know, in the Bible, writers record many instances when people saw God's work and they felt amazement, they felt wonder. There's a story in the book of Luke. Uh, a man was crippled and his friends wanted to take him to see Jesus, but Jesus was surrounded by a crowd in the middle of a room. And so his friends took a mat and took him on top of a room. They lowered him through the ceiling. Uh, Jesus did two wonderful things. The first thing he did was to forgive this man's sins. And the second wonderful thing he did was to heal his legs. And here's what it says in Luke 5, verses 25 and 26. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up and he picked up his mat and he went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, the Bible says. And they praised God, exclaiming, we have seen amazing things today. You know, wonder makes us fall to our knees. And wonder opens the door to something that we didn't expect, that we couldn't possibly have known could be true. The world itself is a wonder. One of my favorite poets is Gerard Manley Hopkins, and in an opening line to a poem, he writes, the world is charged with the wonder of God. It flames out like shining from shook foil. The creation itself is so astonishing. But make no mistake, Wonder is also a verb. To wonder means we're puzzled by something. We feel in all its immensity the weight of doubt. We question. We're very uneasy sometimes. We're thrown off balance. Every season of life, including the one I'm in and including yours, has its own troubling questions, has things about which we wonder. So maybe today you are wondering some things. Maybe you're wondering why you're at LCU. You're wondering if you have what it takes to be successful here or anywhere else for that matter. Maybe you're wondering about your relationships. You're wondering about your cash flow. Will there be enough? You wonder maybe more deeply why you're made and for what purpose. You wonder why God, if he's so powerful, 
why he hasn't delivered you from your struggles, why he hasn't answered the prayer you've prayed now a thousand times and still nothing. If you're not a part of the Christian faith, maybe you wonder who exactly Jesus is and why in the world he matters so much to people. And maybe you wonder why Christianity at all. There seems to be lots of religions in the world. Why the Christian faith? So we wonder. So this semester together, we're going to look at what astonishes us, and we're going to peek into what causes us to doubt. And I hope you won't miss Anna Carey tomorrow and Dr. Indy Laughlin next Monday. They're going to look at both sides of that question. It's important that you're here. And finally, this semester, while you are here and we're in chapel together, I would invite you to slow down, to unplug, to give yourself, and maybe more importantly, to give the people around you time to wonder. That's just a gift that we can give each other. It's a gift I'd like to give you and I'd like to receive. Let's don't settle for a life that's defined by dullness or boredom are also defined by speed, racing through our days, busy but not satisfied, gorged on experiences but not ever full, distracted, yes, but not ever really amazed. Let's honor God with our questions and with living a wonder-filled life that we relish instead of a life that we're just trying to get through. Here's to wonder. Okay, honestly, how many of you are like, I wonder when Josh is going to shut up and just dismiss us? Fair question. It's soon. Okay. Uh, but real quick, I'm going to invite you to do something with me. If you are an optimist, would you stand up? Yeah, if you're an op optimistic person, stand up. Well, this is really depressing. Okay. Uh, Okay, all you optimists, sit down. If, if you're a pessimist, would you stand up? Okay. Okay, that's fair. Okay, you can sit down. And clearly there's a large group that are like, I don't care. I'm going to be neither and not stand up. That's okay. Uh, the reason I ask you that is because uh, I'm going to talk about the, the chapel policy because it's important for you to know. And some of you are going to view like, I have to go to chapel, okay? And, and to a certain degree, that's correct. But others of you are going to view it like, I get to go to chapel. And that very much is true. And that very much is correct. And so I'm going to go through this real fast. This stuff is in the handbook. It's not our responsibility to educate you on that. But we want to take a moment to say like, hey... This is some important stuff that you need to know about chapel. So when you can look at that and you can see uh, how many uh, spiritual life credits you're required to get, I want to point out especially to the middle part of that paragraph where it says the programs include plenary chapel on Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. You all know we have chapel on Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Small groups will be Friday. They're not going to be this Friday. They will start next Friday. The signups for small groups will go out this week. So be uh, checking your email for that. And then uh, we have seven online options, so seven videos that you can watch. Uh, five of them are students and two are, are staff where you can watch and you can get a spiritual life credit for that. There's some of you that, that may fit. I don't know if this works, so Nate, you're going to have to go with me. It's not working. So let's go to the next one. Uh, 
So some of you may qualify for an exemption. Now, just because you're like, I want an exemption, that doesn't mean you qualify, okay? Uh, you can see up there, like, so if you're 25 or older, you qualify for an exemption. Uh, listen, if you live on campus, if you have class before or right after chapel, you don't qualify for any exemption, okay? So you get to be here with us, all right? Others of you, you may have work conflicts, and so you can come to the Student Life office, fill out an exemption, bring a letter from your employer, and, and you'll be exempt uh, if you qualify. You also need to bring a copy of your schedule. Uh, others of you, you may have like special family needs that uh, there's something going on and you can come by our office and talk to you. So clearly we're going to work with you. We do want to let you know those exemptions have to be submitted by the 12th day of school. Okay, So the middle of next week, those, um, those exemptions have to be turned in. If you don't turn it in till after that, there may be a $50 administra- administrative fee that's tied to uh, filling that exemption. So just make sure uh, you take care of that and you do that. Okay, the next one. This is how many required spiritual life credits that you're supposed to get. If you don't have an exemption, you got to get 45. If you have a one-day exemption, 34. Two-day, 23. Three-day, 12. And then if you have a full exemption, you still have to get seven spiritual life credits. And I, pointed, I mentioned earlier the online videos. That, that's really the way that you're going to get those seven spiritual life credits. Right now, Everyone for sure has two spiritual life credits because we gave an all-in on last Monday and last Tuesday. So even if this is like your first time to come to chapel and you're like, chapel what? You've got two spiritual life credits, okay? So congratulations. If you can go to the next slide, if you do qualify for an exemption, you can see the, the, uh, the amount of credits that you're supposed to get. And if you, uh, if you fall within some of those, those tiers, you can see what the... Uh, what the tier level is as far as the sanctioning goes. So let's, yeah, there is sanctioning because we believe in this experience of chapel. So if you're on tier one sanctioning, this is what happens. Uh, the next slide, tier one shows that you, you receive a hundred dollar fine, or you can do 10 hours of community service has to be approved through our office at the end of the semester. And, uh, we'll remove that hundred dollar fine. Okay. So that's tier one. The next one is tier two. Tier two is a $200 fine or, 10 hours of community service and a hundred dollar fine. Okay. Um, and I want you to see, uh, what's down at the bottom. If you are in an organization and you hold an office, if you're on tier two chapel sanctions, you've got to step away from your leadership position. Okay. Uh, that that's how much we believe the university believes in being a part of this community. Okay. And then, uh, tier three, tier three is the big one. Okay. It's a $300 fine or $200 fine and 10 hours of community service. And you can't participate in any student activities. You can't be a part of an organization. You're going to be placed on inactive status. No one wants that. Okay. This place, this community is better when everyone's a part of it. You heard Josh talk about it at the start of chapel, how there's just something about chapel and it's, it was one of his favorite things as a student. I'll tell you every year we do a student appreciation banquet and there's, there's seniors who are nominated for Mr. And Miss LCU and they go and they record a video. And one of the things is what are you going to miss most about your time at Lubbock Christian university and year in and year out, at least two or three of those candidates, those nominees for Mr. And Miss LCU say, I'm going to miss chapel. I'm going to miss the opportunity to be with my friends. I'm going to miss the opportunity to be with like-minded believers. I'm going to miss the opportunity to learn and grow. And so, yeah, I know that sometimes chapel may not be your jam, okay? Uh, And we may have, like everyone, everyone's going to love chapel tomorrow, okay? Who doesn't love Anna Carey, okay? Uh, It's like God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Anna Carey, okay? So, like, 
chapel's going to be awesome tomorrow, okay? And you're going to love that. But there may be some chapels where you're like, that wasn't really, like, that didn't really speak to me. And that's okay. Because we got to remember, it's not just you in attendance in chapel. There's other people. And so while that message or whatever we did that day in chapel may not have spoken to you, let's open ourselves up to allowing the Holy Spirit to move in ways that uh, hopefully it connected with someone else. Bless you, AJ. So uh, we hope you guys uh, love chapel. If you have any questions about the chapel policy, uh, about exemptions, you can talk to anyone that was on this stage. We want you to have an awesome week. Be here tomorrow to hear Anna and Chapel. You guys have a great day. You're dismissed.